You're listening to the Horses, Hats, and Bourbon podcast with Claudia Coffey. There's a new distillery destination in Kentucky that is raising the bar on your travel experience. It's called Dant Crossing Log Still Distillery. It's located just outside of Bardstown, Kentucky in Gethsemane. Uh, many people are calling it the Disneyland of distilleries. There's fun there for the entire family. My interview is with Tim Earnhardt, Chief Marketing Officer for Dant Crossing and Log Still Distillery. I'm so excited to finally catch up with you, Tim, and talk about Log Still, to talk about Dant, because it's a, it's a big deal in Kentucky, I feel like, whenever like somebody new comes on the scene. And not only have you all kind of come on the scene, you're just like making a big entrance, and there's just so much uh, excitement around it so exciting right that me and my mom went down, went down to kind of look around a couple weekends ago that's right and um just to even we, you're like right down the street from gethsemane from the abbey and we wanted to check that out we went down there and i mean it is really it's a very impressive place well thank you it has certainly um transformed a lot just in the past year um the, the the campus obviously covers 350 acres um, and and the really neat part about what we're doing um, in Gethsemane Kentucky uh, just outside of New Haven is that we are coming back to the same land where you know the distillery within the family once operated from you know the 1930s through the 1960s and so, you know, for, for Wally Dant to have the vision to say, I want to get back into the bourbon business. I want to get the family name back into the bourbon business. But, you know, to, to come back and acquire back land where his ancestors once produced bourbon was something that was really special. And so the story that we can tell has that much more meaning when we can talk about, you know, right here on these grounds. And in fact, some of the ruins from that distillery still exist on the property. And we want to keep that so that people can see here's the past and then here's the future. Um, and so the campus has completely transformed um, and is continuing to transform. And we have a lot of additional um, buildings and amenities to still construct but we have several things that are open that you obviously got to experience when you came down with your mother. And uh, I've told a lot of people who have not yet been to the campus to Dant Crossing, uh, you've got to come and just see it because I can explain it to people. Um, but until you actually arrive and sort of get to soak it in um, and even with what we currently have constructed and open, um, it's still pretty cool. Yeah, sure. I feel like we, we all love like a good backstory, right? The, the history yeah. of something in Kentucky, like, and I think that people from outside the state, they want to come here because of the story. And uh, when I went down there, I met Amy Dant and got the abridged version. She's so passionate about the history. She is incredible. And I have to be honest with you, I wasn't familiar with the history, maybe because now it's just, there are just so many different places to visit in, in Kentucky along the bourbon trail that this was, this was not like top of mind, but what is kind of the abridged version of, of how the dance came to be uh, in the distillery business and the bourbon business? 
Well, the, the ancestors date back to, to 1836 when um, sort of the patriarch of the, of the Dant family um, got into the spirits business um, by, you know, hollowing out um, this poplar log to sort of begin stilling. Um, and, and, and distilling. And so it was, um, it was, you know, Wally Dance, um, great, great, great grandfather. Um, and there's not many families in Kentucky or in the spirits and specifically the bourbon industry that can date themselves back that far. Um, and so, you know, those who are very immersed in bourbon history, you know, can put the Damp family with the Beam family. I mean, that's how far back this goes. And in fact, there are Beams and Dance that that married each other and are connected. So the, the fact that Wally recognized that there was this history there um, going all the way back to Joseph Washington Dant, he, he knew that he had something special that if he could just bring it back to life um, that from my perspective in marketing and branding, it would be easy <laughs> to tell that story. Like you're not having to create this story and make it up. We, we have tremendous history with this family, um, in the, in the spirits business and the bourbon business here in Kentucky. And so it was really exciting to be able to go back and be able to tell that story from the hollowed out poplar log. Um, and bring it forward to today. Describing the campus, it is a campus. And, and I, th- I hear you when you say it is difficult to explain to people because when I went back to work on Monday, some people at the TV station said, okay, wait, explain this again, or maybe I need to go down and see it for myself. It is super creative in this particular space to have the distillery you can go visit, but also to have Dant Crossing, which is a B&B, and they have what, an Airbnb on the property. So explain about the the B&B and the Airbnb that ties into the history as well. It does. And and I guess to just sort of give an overarching sort of explanation to to what Dant Crossing is. So so Dant Crossing sort of um, embraces the 350 acres. That's the name of our campus. And then in the campus or on the campus is where you'll find these bed and breakfasts and Airbnbs and ultimately our massive distillery that's being built currently. We have our tasting room building, um, our 2000 seat amphitheater. Um, We'll have a farm to table restaurant on the campus. Um, We're rebuilding the train depot that existed on the property uh, and was a functioning train depot where passengers came down the rail line and could stop at the Gethsemane station. Um, that, that, by the way, is like game changing idea, right? Like yes. that whole yeah. thing, I thought, cool. So if you visit Bardstown, the idea of being able to get on a train or where, where the train station is located and go to log still is, yes. is huge. Yes. And we were, we were thankful that the Kentucky railway museum in New Haven, uh, wanted to partner with us. Uh, I mean, literally from day one because they said, listen, we're four miles down the track. Uh, wouldn't it be awesome if we could create a partnership with Dan Crossing and Logstill to have passengers literally get on in New Haven 
come out to our campus, disembark, spend the day on on the campus and take in whatever they want to take in and then get back on the train and go back into New Haven or, or wherever the train may take them. Um, in addition to having Gethsemane Station, which is what we're going to call the train depot, um, we will have an inactive spur where we'll have a couple of presidential um, rail cars that will be able to accommodate overnight accommodation. So you can literally like an Airbnb or like the bed and breakfast, you'll be able to reserve uh, one of these presidential uh, rail cars and stay in it as a couple or as a family, just like you could in, in one of our other accommodations. So we're trying to create these experiences on our campus that uh, you may or may not be able to find um, you know, across the state. And so uh, we obviously support and appreciate all of our other uh, fellow distilleries across the state because it is important for us to all support each other and encourage each other uh, because of the amount of tourism it brings the state as a, as a whole. But we wanted to create something different and unique and make it a true destination experience like you and your mother got to experience coming down to the bed and breakfast. Um, and yes, that bed and breakfast, the homestead bed and breakfast, as we call it, uh, that home was, was built in the late 1800s in the 1890s. Um, and we got a hold of it and completely renovated it into a five suite uh, traditional bed and breakfast. Um, and then also just behind it, we have the Poplar Cottage, which sits on the lake. Um, and it has a different vibe and a different feel. Um, and we will have other overnight accommodations on the campus. The, the, the one that will be the oldest as far as when it was completed is the mansion that was finished around 1840 and it's being uh, fully renovated and will open here this next month. And it will sit next to our brand new 20,000 square foot wedding and events venue that will be a game changer, I think, to the region because we're gonna be able to allow outside weddings to come in to our campus, uh, corporate events, community events. And so we're building a facility to Wally's point that will serve the community. We wanted to be able to build something that was big enough that you know a community event could come in and handle 500 people because there's not much like that in the Bargetown, Nelson County area. So we're truly building a campus that will serve the community. And that's what I uh, feel really proud of as one of the members of the team, that we're not just building a self-serving campus, but something that the community can really embrace too. And you have a farm to table restaurant coming too soon. Is that yes. right? Did I read that right? Yes. It'll, uh, the, the plans are for it to open sometime in Q1 of next year. So sometime in first quarter of 2022, um, it'll be built right next to the main distillery building um, and our tasting room. So it'll be in the heart of campus right around the water tower. Um, and uh, plans are for it to open early next year. And it'll be called 47 and Poplar. Um, the name came about from obviously the poplar tree and the poplar log that was hollowed out uh, to sort of give an a nod to the family history, but also 47 comes from uh, DSP 47, which is the distilled spirits plant number that the early Dant ancestors were given. So every distillery 
is required to go through this process to receive a official DSP number. And every distillery has one. And typically the lower the number means the longer you've been around, right? And so we were initially assigned, I think DSP 20,000 and something. And uh, we decided to go back and work with um, different organizations and even had to get um, some state uh, politicians involved to help us um, get back our DSP 47 number that the Dant family had utilized years ago. And so when we were able to get that back, and it's not often that they ever reissue a number that's been out of commission. Um, you have to have a pretty good story, which we obviously did, to, uh, to sort of go to bat to get that DSP 47 back. So the restaurant nods that family history and the DSP number with 47 and Poplar. So we're really excited about that restaurant. Um, if, if, if you've been to our campus and you've been inside of our tasting room, which is its own structure and building, um, there's a lot of history that we brought into the design of that building. And people come in and are wowed by what they see. It's very different. It's, it's um, architecturally very cool. If you think that's an impressive building, I've been told that when the restaurant opens, it will put the tasting room to shame. Okay. So we're very excited about what this restaurant's going to look like. And when you first come in and experience the restaurant, um, you're going to feel like you're in a different place. Um, so we're pretty excited about that. And the amphitheater has only, I think they started shows the beginning of August, end of July, beginning of August. Is that right? And That's attracting right. We've had enormous names, right? I know everybody's talking a lot about Little Big Town coming uh, here soon. Um, just great, great contact. So I don't know if that's just having Wally's connections there in that Franklin, Nashville area, kind of leveraging, you know, bigger names, but just amazing talents to be brought to this new yeah. amphitheater. We're, we're really excited about the, the amphitheater. We, we sort of uh, deemed it the amp. Um, we know that uh, our, our customers and our concert goers are going to be coming to the amphitheater will eventually probably just call it the AMP, that they're going to the AMP this weekend. And so uh, we've created this excitement around this outdoor 2000 seat um, amphitheater that sits just behind our tasting room. And the, the probably the most impressive thing, it, it's not the largest structure. I mean, there's larger amphitheater structures obviously in the country, um, but when you sit to take in a show at the AMP, the view behind the amphitheater is what's most impressive. Um, the rolling hills of Kentucky are there. And as the sun goes down, it's, it, it's literally making my hair stand up on my arms. It's very, it, it allows us to, to showcase the beauty of central Kentucky to those that are coming to the amphitheater. It's a state-of-the-art amphitheater. Um, and we did, we've had two weekends of shows. Uh, tonight will be the start of our third weekend. And tonight is the big night with Little Big Town coming in tonight. Um, and as far as our ability to get some of the, the artists and the acts that we've booked and have announced on our website, 
we are working with, you know, a, a professional booking agent um, out of Nashville uh, that's helping us do this the right way. And, and that's the way Wally wants everything we do at Dan Crossing and Logstill is to be done top notch. And so uh, we are certainly uh, bringing in local talent and local acts to support uh, those who are in the area. And, and we've had some of that. And, and uh, in fact, uh, tomorrow night is kind of a Kentucky proud night and we'll have a lot of area artists that will be playing. But, uh, you know, if, if uh, Little Big Town had a date open and they were willing to come to this cool new small amphitheater in Gethsemane, Kentucky, then let's book it. And uh, we were able to sell out in less than an hour when wow. we put those tickets up for sale. So I believe it. Definitely. There's just so much planned throughout next year. And, and do you think even beyond that to even expect more down the road? Yeah, I, I think, you know, again, we've, the, the, the senior leadership team, you know, we, we meet on a regular basis and we talk about, you know, what's up next what are we building next and we have ideas for things down the road i mean we're we're sitting on a lot of acreage where we can do a few things if we so choose um so i, I certainly think that the the buildings and the amenities that are currently planned and under construction obviously will be completed we should have uh, that entire um, phase completed by this time next year so when you visit dan crossing and logstill distillery next summer, um, everything will be finished. Now, if there are future ideas for things, um, certainly those will come after that. Um, but, you know, we, we plan to utilize our campus and our space for, you know, large music festivals. Um, we have the ability to set up multiple stages across the campus um, to where we can, we can have, you know, a three-stage music festival, for example, or we can bring in large classic car shows, or we can do, you know, a massive barbecue festival, or, um, you know, if a, if a community uh, event wants to, you know, use our campus to host their event, then we're open to that. We have gotten so much interest and inquiry um, uh, for a, a multitude of ideas. Um, and so our, our whole goal is to be a place that, that can be used and, and, and to serve our community. Um, that's, that's a, that's a, a word that, that Wally talks about almost on a daily basis is how can we, how can we deliver an experience that serves not only the local community, um, because we want them to be proud of what we're building in Nelson County. But at the same time, we, we know it will be something that will attract people from all over the country. And we're already experiencing that with people who are coming to our tasting room. Um, we, we had a couple visit our tasting room the other day that were from Florida, two couples that were traveling together from Florida. And they had been to a couple of the other distilleries in the area. And all of those distilleries actually encouraged them to come to Logstill. So the fact that we've got other distilleries saying good things about us and encouraging, well, hey, thanks for coming to us. If you're thinking about another stop, definitely go down to the Gethsemane and visit Logstill. So that's what's exciting is we've got others talking about us, um, even our competitors technically, which is great. 
Well, I think they probably view it as all ships rise, right? You are successful. Right. They're successful. Absolutely. When people. Absolutely. Visit, and the, go ahead. Go ahead. No, I was just going to say our, our hope is that, you know, we encourage people to come and like spend the weekend with us. We you know stay in the bed and breakfast, eat at our restaurant, take in a show at the amphitheater. But we recognize that, you know, they're going to want to venture out to the other distilleries. Um, and, and as we like to say, we're totally fine with that. We're totally supportive of you going to other distilleries. Just come back at night and stay with us and have dinner on our campus. So when people visit and leave and talk about the experience to, to their friends and their families when they go home, what is it you hope that they take away or, or what sticks with them? What makes them like you're hoping, gosh, I hope they come back. I hope they tell a friend this or that. What is the kind of the experience takeaway? I hope that what people will take away are the conversations that they had with our staff. And you got to experience that with your mother and with Amy Dant. You know, those are our frontline people. Uh, yes, on occasion, if I'm wandering through the tasting room during the day, I get to meet some of the, the guests that have come from Florida to visit us. But for the most part, it's people like Amy and others that are on the front lines that are delivering that experience. And so when you can walk away from our visit, uh, from your visit to our campus, and you can remember Amy Dant, <laughs> that's pretty special, right? Like that means that there was a sincere conversation long enough for you to not only remember her, but to remember her name. Yeah. Uh, and that's, that's rare. And so that's the kind of experience we want to deliver is that people will go away and not only talk about Amy Dant, but they'll talk about other staff that they encountered either as the bourbon specialist that was leading their tasting or, you know, a server at the restaurant eventually. Um, those are, those are the experiences we hope people will talk about. The other thing that's really important for, for our guests to recognize, and, and this will be more evident a year from now when the entire campus is open is that it's a family place. Wally was big on creating a, a destination and experience that adults and kids would feel comfortable coming to. Um, and so we're creating things on the campus that will allow for the adults to do their thing at the tasting room, but the kids can do their thing. Uh, we've got this 14 acre lake uh, that will have a couple of docks off of it where the kids can fish. Uh, we're looking at doing canoes and kayaks uh, next summer where there's activities and things, there's walking trails through the woods that will be created. So there's lots of things that we want to create for the entire family, not just for adults. And that's what we hope people will eventually be able to walk away from and talk about is that that was a place that you can bring a family to as you're coming through Kentucky, you know, heading to a family reunion or going to a vacation spot that you can stop at Dan Crossing with your entire family and, and have a wonderful experience. Yeah, it was. It was an incredible visit for me. And um, Amy got dipped a toe into a discussion about recipes. And I didn't think I'd ever get my mom out of there. Right. Like she started talking about Christmas recipes and food recipes. And I mean, it was I thought, oh, my goodness, we're never going to leave. We're never, ever going to leave. But it was it was fascinating and charming. And 
um, we felt like family, right? Like we felt we were just sitting on the front yep. porch and we're like, how quaint and cool is this that we can just ask questions, honest questions. And we're talking about recipes and, um, it, it was a one of a kind of experience. So thank you all for that. And we just kind of wandered down there driving around on a Sunday after on a Saturday afternoon. Yeah. And that's the, that's the experience that a lot of people are having because Wally is very present on the campus, especially during these amphitheater uh, shows we've had the last couple of weekends. And it's not uncommon for him to, you know, have a friend from college just drop in and he takes them on a full tour of the entire campus or uh, he walks over to the tasting room during the day and he meets the customers and our, our guests that are there. And, you know, I'm not saying that doesn't happen at other distilleries uh, across the state. Um, but, you know, if you come in from Ohio or Florida and you're sitting in the tasting room, all of a sudden the, the founder and the owner walks in and sits down on the bar stool and has a conversation with you for 15, 20 minutes and is more than happy to sign the bottle for you. That happens daily. And that's what people love about Wally Dant is he's extremely approachable. Um, you know, as we have launched out now in Kentucky uh, with our distributor and we're selling our products across the state, you know, Wally every week is probably going to at least two events, uh, either in Louisville, Lexington, other markets and doing, you know, bottle signings. Um, and he's just passionate about the brand we're building and wants to be accessible. Um, and that's great. I mean, we, we have to sometimes protect him a little bit yeah. uh, um, and, and not have him seem so accessible, especially with media. Um, but he's like, listen, if it's, if it's going to make somebody appreciate having bought that $80 bottle of bourbon because I spent 10 minutes talking to them, and sign their bottle, that customer will walk away and go back and tell all their friends, not just about this bottle of bourbon they bought, but they'll talk about that experience and meeting Wally and talking to him. And as a marketer, that will do us great, great things for you sure. You can't ask for anything better than that. Well, thank you so much no, for, for no, taking for the sure. time. And I just wish you guys the best of luck and success. You don't need luck. You're going to have tremendous success, I know, down the road, because it's just <laughs> something I think I felt like a lot of distilleries and people within tourism are proud of. And, and just certainly talking about it, encouraging people to go check it out, because it is so uh, different and groundbreaking. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, you know, direct people to our websites where they can find out about upcoming um, shows at the amphitheater and, and uh, you know, other activities and the opening of more bed and breakfasts and overnight accommodations and certainly follow us on social for all the most updated information and announcements. But we're thankful for, um, you know, the, the, the warm uh, embrace that we've received from so many people as we have built this campus and getting ourselves as a family back into the bourbon business and appreciate people like you, Claudia, who, who made a trip down to visit so that you could kind of have some sense of, of what this whole place is all about uh, when we jumped on this, uh, on this conversation. So appreciate you and all that you're doing as well. So thank you. A special thank you to my guest, Tim Earnhardt, for talking to me on the Horses, Hats, and Bourbon podcast this week. If you would like more information and would like to plan your upcoming trip to Dant Crossing or Log Still Distillery, all you have to do is head on over to my show notes where I have you linked up. Have a great week, everybody. Cheers. Mm -hmm.